All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey, live every weekday at noon Eastern. What's up, everybody? Welcome into a Tuesday, December 6th edition of Daily Faceoff Live. We're streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, as well as, of course, dailyfaceoff.com. He's former NHL player and current Chicago Blackhawks analyst, Colby Cohen. Colby, how you doing? Good, Frank. Another day, a couple of games going on tonight. The season just continues to roll on. Yeah, we had a juicy game on Monday night in Boston, and we'll start there, but a couple more on the slate tonight as well. So let's start with that Bruce Cassidy bowl in Boston on Monday night at TD Garden as his Vegas Golden Knights got the last laugh in a shootout over the Boston Bruins. But I love this game, Colby, for so many reasons. It had some drama. It had some real intensity as the Golden Knights had a 3-0 lead. The Bruins furiously fought back to tie it and send it to OT and then the shootout in a spot where they were trying to stave off their first loss on home ice this season. They were trying to start 15-0 in Boston, which would have been an incredible feat. And nonetheless, Bruce Cassidy, all smiles on the bench after the game. You could tell, Colby, what this meant to Bruce Cassidy. Yeah, Bruce is an emotional guy, Frank. Having played for him for three years in the American Hockey League, uh, I think that's one of his greatest attributes and one of his biggest weaknesses is just how emotional he gets. They had the video tribute for him during the game, and and he was teared up. You can see it. I've seen him get choked up in the locker room after a game. A player on his team gets injured. 
Uh, I've seen him get choked up for that. So this is definitely a guy who wears his emotion on his sleeve as a coach, sometimes uh, to a fault. Uh, but ultimately, Frank, this game had everything. And we can't not mention the fact that Riley Smith gets the game-winning goal in the shootout. Former Boston Bruin now playing in Vegas, obviously. So, so much to talk about in that game. Logan Thompson, 40 saves. Are you kidding me? I mean, I, I said the other day on our pregame show that Logan Thompson has got to be up there right now for the Vesna. Yeah, he's certainly been incredibly impressive. And what a bargain that contract is going to be for the Golden Knights over the next number of years is he, if he can keep playing even close to this level. But what do you think this game meant from a Bruins perspective, Colby? There's so much talk in the offseason. You saw all these things happen once Bruce Cassidy left. David Krejci comes back. Jake DeBrusque <laughs> rescinds his trade request. Patrice Bergeron decides to continue his career. It's almost like all of those things happen once the Bruins were able to rid themselves of Bruce Cassidy. He seemed to be surprised by the firing. But talking to anyone close to the Bruins organization, you could tell that at times he put a lot of heat on this team and it not necessarily from a tough coaching perspective, but just a pure sarcasm perspective that I think it really weighed that team down. <laughs> sarcasm is the word for it, Frank. And I've been, uh, uh, I've been a part of that with him. And I You've do been a know victim? that the, Oh, I wouldn't say I've been a victim, but uh, <laughs> I, I choose my words a little more carefully, but I've certainly bared the brunt of that sarcasm with Bruce Cassidy over the years. But I think, look, the players in Boston ran him out of town. I don't think this was something management wanted to do. He was successful there, but his style of coaching wears thin on players. There is a time clock, uh, an expiration clock on a guy who has his style. So I do think that the Bruins players felt a little extra. They wanted to get back in that game. They furiously did come back and I think Bruce Cassidy said it after the game. The players wanted to take his money, and they sure did in that shootout. Yeah, he said the Cassidy College Fund was a little lighter as well. Just give us a little insight quickly. How much money you think was on the board in a situation like this on both sides, the Bruins room and in Vegas? I got to think Bruce Cassidy had to have put up at least $5,000 on the board last night. That would be my guess. Um, between the two teams, you know, this could have been a uh, fifteen dollars to $25,000 night on the board, you know, depending on how involved guys wanted to get for their coach. Jack Eichel didn't play, so that could have been money on the board for him being back in Boston. It, would have, it was definitely a, a big night for the team fine fund. Yeah, that uh, that fund is looking pretty good today in Vegas. I'm sure they've had a few nice nights there. It's been a little bit tougher sledding for the Colorado Avalanche, who had an absolutely miserable road trip capped off in Philadelphia on Monday night with Nathan McKinnon also going down due to injury. It was a really strange play. McKinnon made a shot from the point and just seemed to come up holding his abdominal area. It almost looked like an oblique injury as he was getting uh, massaged by the trainer a little bit on the bench before he ended up leaving the game. And when you take a look at the Colorado Avalanche and the injuries that have piled up to this point, they've already used 22 forwards at this point in the season, Colby, and it's only December 6th. I checked in with the Colorado Avalanche on Tuesday morning, and they were still waiting for some more injury updates when it came to the McKinnon front. They flew home late last night after the game. McKinnon was to be seen by their team staff and doctors this morning, and then they would have a better sense. But what's pretty clear to this point is their coach, Jared Bednar, said in a radio interview this morning that McKinnon is going to miss some time. 
what do the abs do? They're not in a spot, Colby, where they can go out and effectively replace these players because they have to account for them to come back on the cap. And I don't think any organization in the NHL, even the defending Stanley Cup champs, are able to withstand injuries of this magnitude given the players that are out. Well, the first thing I think Jared Bednar should do is call John Cooper. And I don't know if Cooper is going to take his phone call or, or give him the, the keys to the kingdom on this one. But it's the same thing that Tampa Bay has dealt with over the last couple of seasons. When you go deep into the playoffs, it wears players down. The playoffs, I'd say every one playoff game you play is more like three or four regular season games the farther you go into playoffs. So they're feeling the fact that guys played injured, they played hurt, you block a shot, you have a you know a Charlie horse, you play with it, right? And then all of a sudden it makes it a little bit worse, makes you a little bit weaker on the other side. And I just think that's what they're dealing with. But it's the same thing Tampa Bay has dealt with the last couple of seasons. They kind of coasted into the playoffs. They turned it up late as guys started to get healthy. And then they were able to flip a switch come early in the playoffs. So I just think right now for Colorado, it's about treading water. They want to make sure they stay within their structure. Try to keep games maybe a little bit lower scoring and rely on your goaltending a little bit. But ultimately, Frank, not looking pretty right now in Colorado with all these guys out. Yeah, and their goaltending hasn't been great the last few games either. Alexander Georgiev has really struggled for his last five or six games. And think about that road trip and the way that it wrapped up. You lost 5 nothing in Winnipeg to start the trip. You beat Buffalo 6-4. You got shellacked by the Bruins in Boston 5-1. And then you lose to the Flyers, who have really been struggling uh, by a 5-3 count on Monday night. That is ugly. The Colorado Avalanche record, at least to this point, they've been able to pile up enough points to where they're somewhat comfortable in the standings that once they get these guys back, they'll be okay. But still some tough sledding. Let's talk about Shane Wright and the Seattle Kraken because he's back and recalled from AHL Coachella Valley after getting sent down on a conditioning stint. He played five games. The, that's what it looked like for Shane Wright. Four goals scored in those five games. The number four overall pick is back in the Kraken lineup, expected to play at least on Tuesday night against none other than the Montreal Canadiens. And Colby, I've been to probably 15 NHL drafts in my life to hear the reaction and response, the shock on the faces inside the Bell Center when the Montreal Canadiens decided to go in a different direction and select Uri Slavkovsky with the number one overall pick back in June. Shane Wright in a domino effect slid down to number four after some other teams in between went in a different direction. And then as Shane Wright was collecting his jersey as the newest member of the Seattle Kraken. There seemed to be a lot made of a potential stare down that happened with uh, Shane Wright looking or glancing by the way of the Montreal Canadiens. Will he exact revenge in the first game head-to-head -head between Slavkovsky and Shane Wright in a draft that everyone will remember? Well, first off, you know, Shane Wright goes down to the American League. He scores four goals in five games, uh, which I think is a good for any young player's confidence. I think that's a reason you see young players sometimes do get sent down for a weekend to go down to the AHL. But, you know, ultimately the Kraken got to give this guy some minutes. I was between the benches against Seattle a couple of weeks ago where, I mean, he's playing on the fourth line and barely, barely playing. And there's just no room in the lineup to have an 18, 19-year-old kid who's a skill player. 
uh, getting two shifts a period. They're not going to get in any rhythm. They're not going to be developing their game. So I think management in Seattle and coaching, they need to get on the same page with this guy because he's the fourth overall. Could have potentially gone first overall. Certainly a big part of their future. And they need to be careful with his development. And when I look at the other guy that you know we're always going to compare him to, uh, I think about Jeff Gordon. He's had quite a few number one overall picks, one and two overall picks in the last couple of years with Lafreniere, Kako, Kapo um, in New York. And those guys haven't really panned out all that much either. So I will be certainly keeping an eye on that situation between Wright, between Slavkovsky, see in another year or two how we're feeling about the two of them in particular. Yeah, and when you see the impact that someone like Kale McCarr has had for the Colorado Avalanche, who then took a different path and went to college, maybe a reminder that maybe the best player in that draft is not currently playing in the NHL as an 18-year-old. Shane Wright expected to play for the Seattle Kraken as they're visited by the Montreal Canadiens on Tuesday night. And after that, perhaps a trip to the World Junior Camp for Team Canada as he will have hit eight games in his NHL career, still a couple away from burning the first year of his NHL contract. We'll see if Shane Wright is sent to Team Canada and their World Junior Camp, which is expected to open on Wednesday, pre-tournament games scheduled to begin on December 19th. Let's take a look at, speaking of the draft, the Connor Bedard watch. And poof, what an afternoon it was for Connor Bedard on Monday in Edmonton as his <laughs> Regina Pats faced off against the Edmonton Oil Kings before the Oilers uh, played on Monday night at the same building at Rogers Place. And when you take a look, Colby, at the game Bedard was able to put together uh, a five-point afternoon and, and take a look at this quip clip quickly here in terms of the guys that he was able to dance through um <laughs> it's absolutely bananas well there's one penalty there's two penalties and there's three penalties right there and he keeps the puck on his stick i mean this looks like a guy out there who is literally playing pond hockey in the canadian hockey league the western hockey league that is a tough league and He's just playing a different sport and a different game than the rest of the guys. So I got to tell you, there's a lot of people that are excited about this young man. I see all over uh, the city of Chicago in particular, the hashtag bad for Bedard uh, tank season, all these different things coming up. And Frank, when you see a clip like that, that's got to get a hockey fan excited. Yeah, hard not to get excited by watching something like that. But I wanted to point out that a lot of the teams that we expected to see in the NHL draft lottery race have suddenly found themselves back in that spot. Here's the NHL's reverse standings to this point. You see the Anaheim Ducks carrying up the rear at the bottom with a 288 points percentage. But some of those other teams that are in between them and the Flyers, well, the Blackhawks, as you mentioned, the Coyotes, uh, the Flyers specifically, those teams had some pretty decent starts to the year and have fallen back to earth. But I think what's been interesting to watch is the reaction in each of these fan bases. Maybe not so much in Columbus, where they were expecting this team to be a bit better this season. Same thing in Ottawa. They expected that team to be a playoff team. But I know in Philly, living here, and you're seeing it in Chicago, that fan bases are actually on board and rooting for their teams. I call it a quality loss every now and again, where the team looks pretty good, competes, and then ends up losing. And fan, the fans think that's the best way forward for their franchise. Has that part of it surprised you a little bit, as we were expecting this year to be kind of quite miserable in Chicago? 
Yeah, I, look, I give the fan base a lot of credit. I think it's a, it's an intelligent group here. I don't think it's quite as angry and emotional as the Philly faithful. You know, I'm from Philly too. I've, I've lived there quite a few years. But I think they're embracing the fact that the organization has been transparent about what is going on. They are rebuilding the organization from top to bottom, prospect pool, American League team, scouting staffs, you name it it looks different. And so there is definitely a group of, uh, of Chicago fans that are embracing uh, the rebuild and what's going forward. Uh, and ultimately, we'll just have to see how that plays out come, come draft time. Because I'll tell you, it's not just Bedard. Fantilli also looks like he might be one of these franchise-altering players. Yeah, this is quite a deep draft in 2023. We've been keeping an eye on it for a number of years, and it's getting close to happening. So we're excited for that. Let's get to this week's All 32 and talk about the main event on tonight's slate. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's right. Pleased to welcome back Nick Alberga from Leafs Morning Take on the Nation Network for this week's All 32 delivered by DoorDash. Nick, I mentioned that tonight is uh, the main event in Dallas between the Dallas Stars and the Toronto Maple Leafs as two players are carrying franchise record point streaks into the game. It's 19 games for Mitch Marner. It's 18 games for Jason Robertson. And when you take a look at the number of goals that Robertson has piled up during this stretch, 18 goals, which is more than Marner has assists during the streak, we know which one is more impressive. But Nick, I wanted to ask you, in addition to just the points, what has impressed you most about what Mitch Barner has been able to do for the Leafs this season? Well, firstly, thanks for having me. The story certainly writes itself as you look forward to this one between Dallas and the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think from the Marner perspective, it really brings me back to year one when John Tavares joined the Maple Leafs, where it seemed like Marner had the puck on his stick at all times. Like, I think when this guy is going, puck possession is a big thing and sort of the confidence with the puck and being able to do dynamic things and not give the puck away, right? We saw that a lot. In the month of October, he was trying to be too cute, too pretty. 
And to a degree, I think he simplified things into the month of November and now certainly into, into December. He's just that type of player that has so much confidence and it is oozing right now that every time he has the puck, something is happening. And I think on top of that, the other thing I've noticed as of late, he's riding a five-game goal streak coming into tonight. He's shooting the puck a lot more. It's a different dynamic uh, that we saw last year too, where he had 35 goals. And I just think it makes Mitch Marner even tougher to defend against when he's shooting the puck the way he has been the last couple of years too. Well, Nick, we can't talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs without me asking a little bit about the goaltending situation. I, I sat on this show not long ago and told Frank that I thought this was the year Toronto would get over the hump and we'd see them finally make it to a Stanley Cup final. They learned their lumps. They've had their hearts uh, playoff series, but the goaltending situation always seems to be a story. What have you seen out of that and what do we expect to see going forward? Yeah, you just never know. So it's going to be Matt Murray once again tonight for the Maple Leafs. And I think you have to give Kyle Dubas and company a lot of credit. Again, we're just about a quarter into the way of this season. But both guys, uh, you know, in particular, Ilya Samsonov has been really, really good. He's back in the mix. And so is Matt Murray. Uh, but I think obviously, as we know with Matt Murray, there's always a concern of injury. You look at the track record. You look at the resume. I think what I've noticed most about Murray is that he's been really, really quiet with it, which I think is a good depiction of a goaltender, of a strong goaltender. And I think they're seeing it right now. So from that point of view, I think they have to be ecstatic. Having said that, as we know, guys, it's a long season. If you do recall, last November, uh, Jack Campbell was quite the story. The Maple Leafs, I believe, were 12-2-0 in 14 games, and he stood on his head. So a lot can change over a short period of time, but certainly that has to be I think one of the major storylines early on in this season is how good and strong the goaltending has looked thus far. All right, so I got to ask you, Nick, to wrap things up. Which streak continues tonight? Marner, Robertson, both or neither? I'm going to go with both. I think it's a cop-out answer. I, I, I have more faith in Jason Robertson, I will say that. Just the way he's scoring right now, I think if you're looking for a betting perspective, plus 110 and a Jason Robertson anytime goal, I think is money in the bank. This guy scores every game and then some. So I'm probably leaning towards more Robertson, but I, I think both guys get the job done tonight. I like to root for chaos, Nick. So I would be looking at a single game parlay of neither streak continuing. I, mm. I asked this same question in a poll on Twitter, almost 8,500 votes on Sunday night. And both was the preferred answer. 44% of respondents said both streaks will continue. Can't wait to watch it. Uh, certainly lots of drama and theater down in Big D. Thanks to Nick Alberga for joining us. He, you can catch him every day, Monday through Friday on Leafs Morning Take with former Toronto Maple Leaf Jay Rosehill, part of the Nation Network on YouTube. Hit up their YouTube channel and subscribe. They're at 11 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Great show. Go check it out. Thanks to Nick for joining us for this All 32 delivered by DoorDash. You see the promo code there at the bottom of your screen. Game day 25 gets you 25% off and free delivery on your first order of $15 or more on the DoorDash app. All your favorites and more delivered right to your door by DoorDash. Thanks, Nick. No worries. Take care. All right, Colby, time for our daily face-off inbox question of the day. Hashtag AskDFO. Hit us up on Twitter. We'll answer your question. And I saw this on Monday night. Paul Cotter getting a little squirt from the equipment uh, manager there in Vegas. Then goes for a spin in warm-ups. I got to say, this is one of the weirder 
pregame warm-up traditions that I've seen. Like, I mean, you can't really knock it because it's only weird if it doesn't work. Cotter went out and scored two goals and had a pretty decent shootout attempt for the Golden Knights as well. But I wanted to ask you, Colby, as a player, what's the weirdest pregame ritual you saw and why do guys do this? Well, I'm here to tell you, Frank, that this is not weird at all. This is so commonplace on the bench during warmups. Uh, Who wants to skate in a swamp all day? Some guys, they like that cold water because it wakes them up. You see the guys going to the smelling salt. You see some guys spraying each other with snow in the face. I mean, it is certainly a, a lot of different goofy things going on, but to date, the funniest and weirdest thing that I have seen in warmups took place a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks playing the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Evgeny Malkin's 1,000th game, and the entire team did the Evgeny Malkin warm-up routine where he does his stretching routine. And to see basically 20 guys in synchronized swimming laying on their backs on the ice with their feet going left and their feet going right has to be the goofiest thing and funniest thing that I have seen in a warm-up. So I, I did really enjoy that. But I will tell you, Frank, more players than not at some point before a game are taking water, spraying their face, spraying their head down their back or down their front because it's just that cold sensation that kind of wakes you up a little bit. Then you go for the smelling salt and then it's puck drop. Yeah, I don't know. Just not not feeling it, not getting it. If you need that to wake you up, like you're playing in the National Hockey League, man. Come on, like I, I don't think anyone killing really brain needs... cells too with those smelling salts. Yeah, I'm not not a big fan of the smelling salt thing either. So we want to try and preserve all the brain cells that we need, especially for hockey players. Let's get to our daily faceoff points bet <laughs> daily bet segment. Bring in Tyler Remchuk. I thought you were going to lead in with like, uh, speaking of not having a lot of brain cells or something like that. It was right there. You brought that on yourself. That, that was not me. <laughs> uh, before I get into my plays tonight, Frank, I was looking at a couple of same game parlays for Robertson and Marner. The issue is their line is set at a point and a half each. So to go under a point and a half on each of them, you're getting it at about plus 110. Under half an assist on each is paying out plus 300. That might be the spot to hit up tonight because you'd have a little bit of insurance in case Jason Robertson just scores and Marner's held pointless, you know? So plus 300, under half an assist for each of them. It's, it's tempting, but it's not one of my plays. Let's dig into tonight's slate, courtesy of our friends at Points Bet Canada. I have four plays spread out between just these two games here. Starting at the top, Pittsburgh Penguins. I like them on the puck line tonight at minus 110. This is a Columbus team that is sputtering along right now, and Elvis Merzlikens is getting the start. He's got a goals against average that is north of four on the season. Pittsburgh has seven wins in their last 10. I think they're moving along pretty well. I'm taking them on the puck line and I'm also taking the Sidney Crosby shot prop. Not paying out great at minus 180 but he's been crushing it as of late. Hit in four of his last five and that matchup at the bottom. That game last night between Montreal and Vancouver was wild. The over hit as I picked yesterday in my daily bets. I like Seattle though to win tonight. Vancouver on this, or sorry, Montreal on the second of back-to-backs. Seattle, as we know, one of the hottest teams in the league over the last month and a half here. I love Seattle. They've won six of their last seven. Take a minus a goal and a half tonight. Also, Matty Beneers to pick up an assist. I missed on this one last week, but I'm going right back to it. He's a top line center and you're getting plus 150 on the payout. A Matty Beneers apple is my fourth play of the day, Frank. 
love to see it, Tyler. We'll see uh, Matty Beniers. Uh, that's a guy I'd bet on just about every time. We'll see if he can come through with an assist for you tonight. That brings us to garbage time with Colby Cohen. And Colby, I'm going to take the reins on this one because I wanted to give a little love to a guy that we both know pretty well in Jacob Voracek. He had a press conference on Monday with the Columbus Blue Jackets to basically share that his career is in jeopardy. He's hit a spot at a crossroads after sustaining another concussion, this time on November 5th in Finland while the Blue Jackets were overseas. Uh, and this one has done some damage. He's experiencing some symptoms that have lingered to this point. He's not through them yet. And he said it's, quote, slim a chance that he comes back to play this season. And with one year remaining on his deal, I'd have to think that some of the headshots that he's sustained to this point may be one too many. I think back to a significant and serious one that he sustained uh, my time covering the Flyers, knocked out cold on the blue line and just a, a scary scene inside the arena as he really struggled to come to. And I think some of those things, when you see a player back on the ice 10 games later, or 10 days later, excuse me, the first thing I always think to myself, Colby, is I hope he's taking care of himself because I understand the pressure to come back. You've got a contract. You want to live up to it. You want to come through for your teammates. But I hope that this is yet another signal for some guys that have been through stuff in the NHL that perhaps you just need to take a little extra time to make sure that you're okay because you only get one body. You only get one shot at this. And in the case of Jake Voracek, after 1,058 games of meritorious NHL service, including one of the very best playmakers in the league over the last decade, that he's in a spot where, you know, he should have taken a little bit of time. But certainly, if this is the last of Jake Voracek that we've seen, sending some stick taps on a fantastic career. Colby, you want to add anything there? I was, thought you were going to wrap us up there. You did it so beautifully. I think that, uh, just like you said, <clears throat> I think Jake Voracek's been a fun guy to watch. Uh, we certainly hope to see him back soon, but I think he's uh, played his way into the opportunity to take care of himself and himself first and foremost, and we will certainly monitor it and hope to see him back out on the ice at some point this year or next. Yeah, more than 800 points scored in 1,058 games. And now we can wrap, Colby, because that'll do it for today's edition of Daily Faceoff Live. We'll be back 12 noon Eastern on Wednesday. You know where to find us. If you like the show, subscribe on YouTube. And until then, enjoy two really great games tonight between Shane Wright facing off against the Montreal Canadiens and two franchise record point streaks on the line in Dallas. Enjoy the games, everyone. Have a great night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. And let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.